Equip your students with the tools they need for financial literacy with Beyond Personal Finance, proud sponsors of our show. Beyond Personal Finance's unique approach for teens and tweens takes the student on a journey through their avatar's financial future through fun, interactive, and informative modules designed to open their eyes to the power of their choices. In one semester, your student will design the future to see if their avatar makes it to retirement. This will be the class your student talks about for the rest of their lives. Come see at beyondpersonalfinance.com. Hi, and welcome to It's Not About Money, the money podcast for intentional parents, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. My name is Matt, and I'm here with my adoring wife. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I just came up with that one. Okay, it's good. Charla it's good. McKinley, the artisan of adulting. And today, we have this is going to be a really good podcast. Like, sure. When you told me the topic for today, Yes. I was like, wow, this is going to be probably the best one all season. And, and, and today, we're going to- You gonna... can stop listening after this. Yeah, no, keep listening. <laughs> keep listening. But I'll tell you, this one's going to be about battles that we have with our kids- that are just not worth it. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell all the listeners, like, just be patient with us here, okay? Because I've 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 looked at the list. You'll be shocked to know there is a list. Yes, woo! Another list. Um, some of these are going to be controversial. You are going to disagree with some of these. I'm just gonna ask you to like be patient, be mature enough to hear Charlie out because like some of these battles we have with our kids that are maybe so meaningful to us, maybe they're battles with our own, with our parents when we were kids, they're just not worth the fight because the relational damage we do when we battle with our kids over some of these just non-essential elements, it just takes away our voice when there are really important discussions to be had. But you're, we're going to frustrate some people today, Charla. Well, sure. And you know what? There are 10 battles here and ten. I, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get to all 10, but I am going to give you three to give you an idea of where we're headed. And the truth is you don't, I'm not saying let all 10 of these battles go. I'm just giving you an example of things. I remember when I was brand new mom, uh, I was still pregnant, and we spent an inordinate amount of time looking at cribs. Oh, my gosh. And how the crib railing would go down. Would it fold? Would it slide? The hours it... <laughs> that babies are us. It was like eating glass. Correct. And so that turns out didn't matter. It did not matter. And as a mom of a 21-year-old son who I fought um, with, he's a sweet kid. He loves me, and I love him. Um, he wasn't even all that strong-willed, but we did. You know, I had to drag him through glass sometimes. And there are, there are I'm looking back now, and I am seeing um, the importance of some of the battles I did pick and the irrelevance of some of the things that I let, you know, should have let go. And, and you know, I'm just a kind of a pick your battles. And there, I want to make sure that when I put my foot down with my children, that they know, oh, hold up. She's serious about this one. She means it. And they listen and, and take seriously. Okay, before you get into the list, I just want to clarify. We actually never drug our child through glass. No. <laughs> It was never like a physical it's glass. Metaphorical thing, but it's metaphorical glass. Meta it feels like going that through glass. That is correct. Correct. All right, so, Charla, right. start us off with a battle that we don't have to fight anymore. All right. So, first up, this I'm going going straight for controversy. I I, I saw this Basic on the list. Basic hygiene. Oh, my gosh. You're going to get so much fan mail. No, 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 no. Oh, my gosh. The thing of it is, here's the, here's the deal. 
brushing their teeth, using deodorant, cleaning their face. We can remind our kids every single day. Now, I'm not talking about our young kids. I'm talking about teenagers. I'm talking about like middle school and high schoolers. Tweens and teens. They have heard the deal. They have heard the reminders to brush their teeth. They have watched you brush your teeth. They've gone to the dentist. Like they understand. And at this point, any reminding that you are doing to them is, I'm not sure it's paying off as much as it is putting you in the role of nagging them. Um, So what I would just suggest you think through is what would happen if you didn't remind them to brush their teeth, what would happen if their teeth were yellow? What would happen if their if their um, breath stunk? I well, they got a cavity. Well, sure, the cavity might cost you some money, but I would like to say that I'd I'd rather someone else tell my kid they have bad breath because what yep. you are stirring up the controversy, John. <laughs> I'm just saying. If I told my kid they had bad breath, I don't believe they would believe me. But I tell you that very first time someone says your breath stinks and you already know kids will do it. They will learn a lesson. And protecting our kids from negative feedback is probably not in our best interest, especially when it is um, deserved and earned. If they've got bad breath, they need to understand that other people know that. And, and so just telling them won't necessarily get them to buy into it. If they don't clean their face and they've got pimples, they are going to kind of figure it out when, um, when that becomes uncomfortable It's a natural for them. consequence. It's a natural consequence. And I would say, Charlie, just kind of going back to a few episodes ago, you did one on like saving and, and, and having your money and having to pay for lost things. Like I would say, if you want to kind of really live that out, if your kid's got a cavity and they need to have work done at the dentist because they didn't brush their teeth, let them pay for that. If they've been saving up their money and they need to spend a hundred dollars to get a cavity filled, why is that your problem? You bought a toothbrush, you brought toothpaste, you taught them how to do it. If they need to get a, t- they need to spend hundred dollars. Like that's a natural consequence. Like these natural consequences drive behavioral changes, and and what happens sometimes in these, in these battles we're waging. Sometimes it's just a battle of wills where yeah, it's like I'm just right. not going to do it. That's right. Because you want me to. Like we had a friend, who had a son who just didn't want to brush his teeth. Nope. And he would go, he would like go to these like random links. Like he would go in. It's almost like you can't make me. You're not the boss of me. You can't make me. So this kid would go to the bathroom because his mother said, go brush your teeth. So he would go to brush his teeth, air quotes again. Um, And he would go in there. He would just kind of stand there in the bathroom for a while. Uh, Well, then his mother came in and saw, she goes, you brush your teeth? Yeah, I brush my teeth. And she goes, well, why is your toothbrush still dry? Okay, so now he's got to up his game. Now he can't just lie to his mother. Now he's got to lie and like leave some clues so now he's like just running a toothbrush underneath the sink just to not do it. It's just a it's just a battle of wills where now there's dishonesty involved, there's frustration on both persons on, on both people's side, and it, it just becomes this battle of wills that no one's winning. Everyone's losing in that battle. That's right. And so, you know, <sighs> yes, ideally you would want to tell your kids, brush their teeth. They would uh, smile, look at you adoringly, walk in, brush their teeth, and then they would remember for the next time. But if you find yourself in a spot where you are reminding kids who are smart enough 
to not need reminding, then you might be in a battle of wills that's just not that worth it to you. And yes, even, you know, when we talk about paying for cavities, you don't even have to have them pay all the hundred dollars. They 20, 25, whatever it is, enough to make them see that the quality of their life depends on the quality of their choices. What? I think that's the first time you said this on this podcast. I know, I know, it's my motto, but I I just love it so much because it's just so very true. And I can say it till I'm blue in the face, but when my kids experience that, that's when they really learn the lesson. All right. So next up, ooh, this one's this big. This is I'm telling you. I'm telling you, honey, a clean room. Why do we care if our kid's room is clean? Why? Why? I just think it looks gross. Okay. It does look gross. You're not wrong. When I have to go... Okay, so I work from home. I I have my own office upstairs. My daughter has a bedroom upstairs, and the bathroom upstairs is in her bedroom. And so when I have to do like a... Like one of those ninja uh, <laughs> courses yes. to get, and I'm kind of, you know, kind of jumping and crawling and ducking to get through her room to the bathroom. It just grosses me out. It's oh, just it like, is what gross. the heck? There, it I, is I gross. can hurt myself. Well, here's the truth. Uh, you know, in that case, there actually is an argument to make her clean up her room because it is a shared space. But if, if the kids' room is not a shared space, then letting them live and exist in their own filth is it's a good natural consequence because they're going to need to figure it out. I tell you, my room was always messy as a kid. Always, 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 always. And then I would get this sort of wild hair where I would spend the day cleaning and organizing it. And I always felt so good about it. I was like, oh yeah. But I'll tell you, if my mom told me to do it, oh, uh uh-uh, no way. But when it comes from me and I clean it up, I feel better. I know it's better. And I tell you today, my room, always clean. I hang up my clothes all the time. And it I learned it because I learned how yucky it felt to have clothes on the floor that were wrinkled. To lose stuff. Because the truth is, if your kid shows up in wrinkled clothes to an event, then it's really not your problem. Do you prefer their clothes not to be wrinkly? Sure, but I think that's the kind of stuff you can let go. I I just... now. I have some boundaries around them cleaning up their room, and that is if we've got guests, um, then they have to clean up their room. But the rest of the time, no. Or how about this one? <laughs> I love this one. If if I say, hey, we need to go, and they're running around like crazy people trying to find their shoes because their room is such a mess, I just tell them, hey, grab what you can and go. And we go, and they go with shoes. And they're so frustrated. They are so frustrated. And then that's when I hit them with the, yeah, I know, this is kind of why I clean up my room, because I just need to be able to find stuff quickly. Now, we'll say the the grace you show our kids, you do not always show your husband. Ah, we, we, so true. <laughs> we have this room. We have this we have this uh, chair this in our chair. bedroom. Honey, it's the chair. Honey. And I like to like take a pants or a sweatshirt and throw it on the chair. And the look you give me... That's because it's my reading chair. It's so scathing. It's my reading chair. So I, I have gotten better at it. But I also, I can tell when I'm in trouble. So I, I don't let it get too deep in there. But that, I just want you to know, like, you can extend grace to your husband as well in this case. <laughs> sure, sure. Moving on to the next one. Another another battle that <laughs> another may not be necessary. is their hairstyle. Okay, I agree with you on this one. <laughs> this one is like... 
<sighs> this yeah. one's rough because, you know, you're going to have to really take a look at some unusual hairstyles. Terrible. But our teenagers want to express themselves. They want to be different. They want to stand out. And so, or they want to fit in. Or they, they want to fit in. And they want to fit in in a way that is a hairstyle that maybe isn't what you would prefer them to have. Correct. So, you know, I just would let it go. It's not permanent, even if they color it. It's not permanent. What about blue hair? Were you coming yep, on blue, blue hair? Yeah, blue hair. Let it. You let it go. Let them learn. Because if we can, if we, if we cut off every area of expression that they have, we just cannot predict where they will strike out. And it could be something much worse. For example, I am not as lenient about tattoos and piercings. And so if I tell them no for all of it, then they might choose to break that rule in the area of tattoos. And I don't know how I would handle that. But if I say, hey, you can do your hair, then that sort of gives them an outlet. Now, it's not to say that my kids will never have a tattoo or piercing or whatever it is. I just, I'm trying to help say yes when I can. And I feel like hair, I might prefer a particular style, but I feel like if I give them that um, battle, then perhaps they'd see me less as an adversary and, and more a, of a wise counselor, etc. Wise now, counselor you are. You just called yourself <laughs> a wise yes, counselor. Yes. Nice. Well, I'll so, tell you, like, this was a battle my mother and I had had early on, but then she kind of gave up and let me do it. And I remember I had a couple... Uh, one, I had this kind of a flock of seagulls, oh, it was kind terrible. of a hair, kind of terrible. the hair hung down in front of my face. It was, it was bad. Uh, but I do think like, this is one you may consider boundaries on. Yes. Uh, and I, I say that because all of these are really, I remember my sophomore year in high school, it was kind of my heavy metal phase. Uh, and I, I went to, um, do the class picture. <laughs> and so I'd gone in there and I was that day I had worn a, a kind of a t-shirt, you know, the t-shirt. Uh, and I had worn my hair spiked, like straight up, like in little things. Uh, and if you guys saw me today, I'm very conservative, very short hair. Uh, but my that photo came home, and my mother had planned to get that and give it like to the grandmothers as Christmas gifts. And here I am with this heavy metal T-shirt and this spiked hair, and my mother was so mad because she hadn't set some reasonable boundaries. So you may also want to have some boundaries around like when we're going to go crazy hair day and when you want to be a little bit more conservative. That's exactly right. And if you can say yes you know, for maybe 345 days of the year, then those 20 days where you have to say no feels a lot more reasonable. Um, but, but definitely boundaries, you know, my son went through kind of a mop hair time. I couldn't stand it. I know, but you know, I did have him get a haircut before the picture and, you know, he did leave it long, but we had some un uh, we had some unusual family photos, but you know now I mean I look back like they're sweet. You know, yeah, you remember that time. And what's funny time. is now he's twenty one, and he his hair looks fine. He yeah. is, he has great hair. That I'm, is correct. I'm actually he's figured it out. Jealous about his hair. <laughs> he has figured it out. All right, I'm gonna cut us off here. Yeah, yeah. Because we could go through the entire list. We could. But there's more than one way to get the list. You yes, can you yes. can get the list in the show notes. Yep. You can also go uh, to the podcast website. What's that called again, Charla? It's not about money podcast.com. Okay, you can go there, get the show notes. You can also subscribe right there. And then if you subscribe, you're going to be the lucky recipient 
uh, of the notes on a weekly basis. You'll that's get right. kind of a regular email on Wednesdays. And speaking of Wednesdays, that's when we'll be dropping our next uh, podcast. That's right. We'll see you then. Bye.